0: I don't have time for a guy, but this one, Donnie, I want to make time for him.
1: Girl, do you need a prayer? Because I would definitely put hands on you.
0: Welcome to Avant Bard, a podcast where two theater nerds explore the highest highs and the lowest lows of works inspired by that upstart crow himself.
1: Oh William Shakespeare.
0: My name is Megan Charlotte and I use she-her pronouns.
1: And my name is Matthew James Marquez, and I use he-him pronouns. Today we are discussing the 2013 South Korean American film Make Your Move which is apparently inspired by William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, but set in the high-stakes world of underground dance clubs like you do. Written and directed by Dwayne Adler, who co-wrote Save the Last Dance and Step Up, Make Your Move, was released in the United States on April 18th, 2014, and was... An absolute flop! (laughs) This is what the Blank Check podcast would call a movie that doesn't exist, as it made less than $200,000 total in the domestic box office. My pet theory is that this film was a tax shelter for someone. Like, I know that people worked really hard on it, but it 1,000% feels like an endeavor to hide income so you didn't have to pay income tax by making a movie. And you could just say, oh no, that light, it cost uh, $2,000 and you just put that in your taxes. <gasps> this film, to be absolutely honest, is also one of those adaptations that only brushes up against the original work, and doesn't really adapt
0: it? I don't know what you're talking about. I see parallels in every Mm. scene.
1: Okay, Megan. Romeo and Juliet is, of course, William Shakespeare's play of star-crossed lovers that ends in tragedy.
0: We aren't going to tell the whole story because one, you probably read it in school, and two, we already discuss the plot of Romeo and Juliet at length in past episodes like The Magical Legend of the Leprechauns, or Private Romeo, which is just a straight adaptation.
1: Nope, it's a gay adaptation, Megan. Oh! All right, it's time, Megan. Marquez is...
0: Wait, Marquez, what's that? Over there! What? Where? Hmm? So, I'm doing the acting corner this week. Marquez is distracted, and I like K-pop. So, before he gets back, Derek Huff plays Donnie, our Romeo. He's a dancer. He was on Dancing with the Stars for nine years. He has a record-breaking six wins. He's also in High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two, which I want to watch, but I don't really have anything else to say about him because I've never watched Dancing with the Stars, but he's good at dancing. Boa. Quan Boa plays Aya, our Juliet. It's Boa. Can I say again? Oh my god, Boa's in this film. She is honestly the queen of K-pop. She started the game, like, Seriously, she's the first K-pop star that ever made it big overseas in Japan since the wars that made them not trade with each other. Like, Bo was the first person who really opened up that trade route again. Wild. She's got 20 albums, 10 in Korean, 9 in Japanese, 1 in English. She's been winning awards since the year 2000. Her latest was just in 2020. She is never leaving the game. She's done a handful of supporting roles in film and TV and a few leads, like this one. She's bigger for music and dancing, and I mean, that's why she's the lead in this dance movie. Jefferson Brown plays Michael our Paris. He's not big or anything. But he was in a handful of Degrassi The Next Generation episodes as a guest lecturer, and he's a plot device in the final season of Slings and Arrows. And I love Slings and Arrows, and we're going to talk about it on this podcast someday, so I thought I'd mention him. And the last person I want to mention is Michael Mando, who plays Raphael, who is Tybalt, question mark, but Romeo's friend, question mark? Like, he's not Mercutio. He's not. uh, All right, we'll get into it. He's probably best known for playing Nacho Varga in Better Call Saul, and I have to bring him up because I love Better Call Saul, and Nacho is all that we can ever call him. And that's it. That's the acting corner. Oh, hey, Marquez, we're good. Wow,
1: Megan, guess what I found. What'd you find? I found The History of Cardinio and Love's Labor's One, two of Shakespeare's lost plays. Oh,
0: my gosh. It turns out we don't need to do an acting corner.
1: Oh, why not?
0: We got to cease and desist from Nacho Varga for calling him Nacho too much. The character sent it to us. <laughs> Megan? Yeah.
1: I do bets.
0: One more thing I want to bring up before we start this film. One of the production companies is SM Entertainment, who is one of the big labels in South Korea who employs K-pop bands. And by employs, I mean brings them in for camp starting at like 10 years old and then will not let them do anything outside of their control until they say so. I have a bit of a problem with SM Entertainment because it's the reason that Dongbang Shinki broke up and they were my favorite band. So I will always look at them with a bit of a side eye and they're, they're doing some SM Entertainment shit here. They got the big guns out because they want money and maybe this is their tax shelter. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just have issues with how they treat their idols because the whole idol industry is kind of messed up.
1: All right. Roll the film.
0: More like.
1: Find out that it's on YouTube after you paid $2.99 on Amazon Prime to watch it.
0: I mean, I would rather not watch illegal copies if a legal copy is available for cheap.
1: I don't think that Boa is getting 25 cents from our purchase. She better
0: be. First look, word art dances before your eyes.
1: All right. This is why I think this film is a tax shelter.
0: Because it looks like it was made in a middle school class.
1: Yeah, it looks like it was made on Adobe Premiere by a 12 year old.
0: It's just like word art. With text transitions that you can do in PowerPoint.
1: Yes. We see a handsome boy busking on the streets of New Orleans. I'm going to say New Orleans. I don't feel right saying New yeah. Orleans.
0: But he's doing tap to hip hop. It's the energy that, I don't... He,
1: He's breaking down barriers, Megan. I don't
0: know. Maybe that's a common thing in New Orleans. I've never been there. I don't... Is that a thing? Megan, I think they're
1: mostly about blues. Blues?
0: Oh, yeah, bluesy. But anyway.
1: We meet Donnie's friend, whose name is... Go ahead, Megan. Friendo. Nope. I don't have his name either, but I just wanted to see if you I remember I don't it. know
0: if they ever say it. Like, they have to, but they... Don't.
1: I believe they say it.
0: And he is our Benvolio, I guess. No, he's the
1: prologue, Megan.
0: He's just the prologue? No, I have no No, idea. No, I think he's Benvolio because he's watching out for the cops.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Like, that seems like a thing Benvolio would do. So there's Benvolio. Benvolio's here. And Donnie's trying to make money because this is his job, is busking on the streets of New Orleans in front of bus stops. But then a cop comes up. Oh, he doesn't like it. No, no, no. He's not allowed to be within a hundred feet of a bar. Freeze! This
1: is law and order, illegal dance division. That's how it feels. Like, is this guy going around just busting up dances? I know he's a like, parole officer. But yeah. Like it, the so way- I assume
0: he's looking out, like he's specifically watching Donnie. But doesn't he have other people to watch? Did someone call in a tip and say, "Hey"? That kid's not supposed to be within 100 feet of a bar, and he's dancing in front of a bar. He's
1: a dancing fool.
0: I don't know. And Donnie talks to the cop, and the cop is just like, you need to have a job. And Donnie's like, but this is my job. And the officer is like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh. What's the EIN for your busking company? And Donnie's just like, it's like you want me to go back to jail. And the cop's just like, well, at least you aren't dumb.
1: So the cop wants him. Yeah, back in he's jail. like, yeah, I'm just
0: trying to find an excuse to put you back in jail.
1: Yeah, but fuck cops.
0: <laughs> Correct, film. All right, we don't like cops. Good start. <laughs>
1: yeah, cool. You're, I'm on your side, film.
0: But yeah, the cop is just like, you cannot dance. It's not a job. And the streets have bars, so you can't go outside.
1: What are you, a dreamer filling your head with dreams of dancing? What are you,
0: some kind of cat that's going to go to Hollywood and try to be in Miss Dimple's latest picture? No, 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 Mr. Cat, whose name I don't know. So Donnie listens. He goes back inside. Well, I mean, I think he just happens to be going back inside and oh what's playing a video of a club that's older like the video's not new but i guess he just likes watching it and i get my first taste and really only taste of fully korean k-pop in the background
1: oh that's what that is
0: yeah they're playing new abo okay and i like that song
1: See, I was just completely distracted by the fact that he's watching this video on Video Player, the website. Absolutely no web design on the website. It is just a video playing on a website screen.
0: Well, that's because it was probably just put up by his foster brother, Nick, and Kaz, the two people in the video with this underground dance crew, who we see looking all happy in the video. They're best friends. They're good, good friends. And then friend Volio comes in and says, oh, you know, they're hiring dancers, but this video is obviously old, right? Like, this isn't a recent video. It can't be. Based no. on the rest of the film, did he not get that information from the video, but he's just like saying it because he just somehow knows?
1: Yeah, Megan, it's a bad film with a right. bad script. Okay,
0: you know what? From this point on, I will not judge things based on writing affecting plot. Megan. Megan.
1: Donnie's brother runs this club, and he has the idea to go work for this club after he conveniently gets kicked off the streets. This wasn't his first thought. Yeah. This boy Like, he knows this
0: club exists. Yeah. Even if they're not looking for dancers immediately, you could still just go. I mean, now he can't because he's on parole in New Orleans. So- He gets a brilliant plan.
1: He's gonna go to New York City.
0: He's on parole, though.
1: With what money is he going to go to New York City? He's on
0: parole and busking for, like, nothing, which he splits with friend Volio.
1: His plan is to lie to his parole officer, which isn't really a plan.
0: He says, okay, friend Volio. If the parole officer calls, just say I'm working the pipeline, and I'll call him back, and then you tell me, and I'll call him and pretend that I'm there.
1: And if I get caught, we'll both go to jail. That's
0: my thing! Friend of is just like, oh, okay. Dude, you're throwing yourself under a bus.
1: Megan, it's fine, because he goes to New York City, and he's there. Magic. (laughs) He just gets there. I think it's impressive that this film shot on location in New York City.
0: And in New Orleans, I think.
1: That's why it's a tax shelter, Megan. They could say it's expensive to shoot in these places. (laughs) Obviously, we spent a lot of money. We see Nacho Varga.
0: Nacho Varga in the car with Nick, who we know is Donnie's half brother. And Nick is telling the story about when he was in church in sixth grade, turning to a girl and saying the line Marquez said at the beginning, which is, girl, do you need a prayer? Because I would definitely put hands on you. One, that's that Holy Palmers line. I mean, that's the closest we get to that Holy Palmers line in Romeo and Juliet. Two, sixth grade, you're a baby in church. Very, very bad heretic hell immediately go to hell and then he says he gave the book of psalms a remix which is really just sinking in that this is the palm to palm holy palmer's kiss bit yeah i was really excited honestly because i was like oh shit
1: are they gonna do this with other lines from
0: yeah they're like modernizing ideas brought up in romeo and juliet
1: no they don't really megan they do it a couple times but no sorry. Of course, they're driving around talking about Donnie and that he's showing up in New York. But uh uh-oh, Nick gets a call. What's going on? Some underground dancing is happening without my permission. I'm on my way. And then we cut to some ladies.
0: And they're taiko drumming. And I go, oh, cool. It's Boa. I mean, taiko drumming is Japanese, and that's fine. Like, you don't have to be Japanese to taiko drum. But I was like, interesting that Boa's main focus in this right now is taiko, which is Japanese and she's Korean. But okay, that's fine. They're rocking out. I like it.
1: Yeah, and then Nick drives his car straight into their rehearsal, which what the fuck?
0: (sighs) This is our turf. You can't taiko drum dance on our turf. And he steals their drums.
1: Yeah, it's wild. What? All right, Megan. um, It's time for my hot take. Mm -hmm. You don't need these first four scenes in the film. Yeah. For this film to function. Yeah. You can learn about everything that Donnie is going through as it is revealed to us through him telling Aya later in the movie. By the way, Boa's character's name is Aya, in case you were wondering. Have the movie start with Derek Huff, Donnie, coming to New York, asking his half-brother for a job, and then learning the circumstances that we find ourselves in.
0: And, like, you can have him be on a phone call with friend Volio and be like, oh, shit, my parole officer's calling. Just tell him I'm there. Or, like, you don't need a whole scene. It. Or yeah. hint
1: at it and not reveal that he is. A- oh. Yeah. Like, ooh, and
0: have it be a surprise for us, too? Ooh, yeah. I like that. We
1: know too much about what's going on yeah. here. There's no
0: surprises.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why. And he could be acting shady. Donnie could be, like, avoiding things. Yeah. About, like, avoiding questions. But he doesn't. It's just kind of all out in the open.
0: Two dance clubs, one slightly more dignified than the other in fair New York City where we lay our scene.
1: Yeah, why start in New Orleans besides the fact that this movie might be a tax shelter and you wanted to film one scene in New Orleans?
0: From ancient partnership... Oh, no, that's right. From ancient beef, uh, from like five-year-old beef break to new clubbing where illegal dance makes Donnie's hands unclean. From forth, the fatal families of these two dudes, a pair of star-crossed lovers, dance up on each other, whose unchoreographed but pretty cool dance moves do with their dancing Barry their brother's beef. That was pretty bad. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Going through that really shows me just how unnuanced this film is.
1: Shakespeare called he he wants his No, he doesn't want it.
0: He doesn't want it. He's like, oh you can keep that one.
1: After all that with Aya Boa getting her drum stolen. Donnie and Nick meet up. And
0: Nick's just like, hey, what's up? Like, nothing bad has ever happened. Everything's chill. How are you? You done being a criminal, brother? And And Donnie's
1: like, I'm never going to do that again. He
0: says as he evades parole.
1: I'm never going back to jail.
0: He says doing a thing that would send you to jail. Also, I have a problem with Vegas, Yeah.
1: In general. Yeah. With the idea of underground dancing.
0: Okay, how can I help you?
1: Why is it underground? Okay.
0: Here are my theories. 1. It it's cooler that way. 2. Maybe they don't own the club and it's like a pop-up thing. 3. They probably don't follow health codes. 4. Okay. I we know that they sell alcohol in other scenes. So they probably don't have, they don't have a license. We They tell us later that they don't have a liquor license. So that's something. That uh, has nothing to do with dancing, but that has to do with there being a club.
1: Okay, because I find nothing sexily appealing about we're doing good dancing, but the establishment that we're in, that's the thing that's illegal. I think it'd be sexy if it's like Footloose. There's no dancing allowed. And it's like, then you have underground dancing because the man is telling you not to dance. Right, and, but, but this, this is, is not, not sexy. Bad. This is not sexy dancing. It is sexy dancing, but it is not made more sexy.
0: By being criminal?
1: By being criminal. If that makes sense.
0: They need people. some, like, Tommy guns.
1: And there just needs to be, like, you can't dance here. I don't know.
0: Like, anything telling us that there's a reason that this is against the rules? Yeah. Like... Romeo dance, dance
1: competition. And, like
0: in Romeo and Juliet, the prince being like, you're not allowed to fight?
1: Yeah. Or like, hey, what if we start off with the film of it's like, we're shutting both your clubs down. And they're like,
0: <gasps>
1: and then they have to go, they have to go underground.
0: Like, why didn't they have a sort of prince's edict about not dancing or not letting Static be a club? That would tie it into Romeo and Juliet more.
1: Megan, it's because it's a bad film with a bad script.
0: There's this girl named Tatiana, and she cooks the books or something somehow. She makes sure they don't get in trouble, so I'm guessing she bribes the cops and shit. Yeah. So we know stuff's off, and we don't see Kaz anywhere.
1: What's up with him?
0: And Donnie's just like, yeah, you and Kaz, best friends forever. And Nick's like, no, Kaz is out of the picture. I don't love him anymore.
1: He's gone. They broke up. And he explains the whole story. Michael Griffith, he's a rich guy, Paris, and I, as crew performed, and Michael liked her,
0: and Donnie's like, "Well, I mean, she's gorgeous. He's looking at a mural of them, yeah, of the Tycho girls, and he's just like, "Wow, yeah, I understand why he liked her. She's so beautiful,
1: yeah, and Michael wants a new approach, which is instead of having an underground dance club,
0: we do a legal dance club,
1: and he'll give Kaz." A club for Aya to perform in. Kaz
0: stole Nick's idea. What idea? A club with dancing. That's never been done before, Marquez, in New York City. Something I think is really important in Romeo and Juliet is that we don't know why the two families hate each other, why they've always been fighting. They just always have. And I think it makes it way less interesting when it's just like, Well, he opened a club when I have a club, and that was my idea. And the other guy goes, well, I should have gotten more money. And you're like, oh, so just apologize, open one club, and give the other guy more money. Like, just work out an agreement. That's just numbers. Numbers can be changed. Megan. Yeah.
1: I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier. Yeah. You mentioned how... Donnie sees Aya's portrait in a mural. Mm -hmm. I hate this.
0: Oh, because he knows exactly who she is.
1: Stop pulling a private Romeo. The only adaptation (sighs) that we have watched that has done the two people meeting each other right has been magical legend of the leprechaun. Right. okay,
0: because when, later, when they do meet, spoiler, she's like...
1: Well, she doesn't know who he Yeah, is. she's like, I'm
0: Aya, and he's like, yeah, I know. That's a different vibe than like, I don't know who you are, I don't know who you are. Oh, wow, who is that, who is that? Your mortal enemy, what?
1: Sexy mystery.
0: Sexy mystery. It is not a sexy mystery when it's just like, oh, who are you, and they're like, well, I know who you are, and you're like, oh, please leave, creep.
1: It's not a sexy mystery. Why do you know
0: who I am? I just met you.
1: Yeah, I just like to complain the fact that there's no sexy mystery. I'm just going to keep saying sexy mystery.
0: I mean, I think that's all that Romeo and Juliet should be. We should make a sexy mystery Romeo and Juliet. Ooh,
1: I like that. Nobody knows who anyone is. (laughs) (laughs) They're all wearing masks the whole time.
0: Someone killed someone in someone's banished. I don't know who, though. We cut to Aya and Kaz's house, and they're speaking Korean, and I'm like, hey, they're Korean, and then Kaz's bodyguard guy wants to come in the house, and Aya's like, no guns in the house, and she closes the door, and I'm like, yeah, nice, she has a say, I don't know, that's a, Juliet doesn't have a say, Juliet just, and Juliet's strong, yeah, but she doesn't, she doesn't have any effect on her family, like. Things that happen in the Capulet house are up to Lord and Lady Capulet. She affects her own life in huge ways because that's all she has control over. And even that, barely. It's just because she tries so hard.
1: I mean, she's a 16-year-old girl in fucking, what, 1400s Italy?
0: As opposed to a 20-something living with her brother in New York City in 2014.
1: And don't forget, she is played by Boa. I doubt that they would want Boa's character to be not powerful.
0: That's true. She's Bo- a strong woman.
1: I think Boa would be like, what the fuck is this in my script? Get She'd this be like, why way.
0: doesn't my character slap anyone for all this bullshit? <laughs> yes. So she wants a sponsor for her band and she's going to meet with someone who might be a good sponsor and Kaz is like, nope, you always get scammed, you fuck it all up, you're a failure, give it up, you might as well just stop. And that's not really what he says, but he's just like- Meet with Michael. Meet with Michael. We've got Michael right here, he's got loads of cash and a boner for you. And she's like, no. And he's like, "You, your visa's gonna be up in a week, and they're gonna send you back to Japan. And Megan gets really confused, because they're both Korean, and they speak Korean, and why is she going to Japan? I don't know. This is made by- a Korean company partially why why are they getting this mixed I'm very
1: listen Megan all that I know is that the bodyguard says he needs to go pee and then she opens up the door and gives him a bowl that Michael gave her and Kaz warns her that the bodyguard will in fact use the bowl to go pee in that's all I know about this situation I think this is funny
0: it's a really interesting scene. I like the dynamics. I like Aya. I like this weird oafish bodyguard. I just am very confused because then they start speaking Japanese to the bodyguard and... man, don't worry about okay. it.
1: Because when Kaz leaves, he just goes, What? Because the bodyguard did in fact pee in the ball.
0: Why is he surprised? He warned her.
1: I agree, but I still think it's... Bunny, man,
0: how Lord Capulet of him?
1: Sure, or Tybalt. (laughs) He's
0: not. He's
1: Tybalt.
0: He's not though.
1: He's her brother.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't. Tybalt's her cousin. Yeah, no, that's true, but it would. mm, I have the real.
1: Wait, I have the secret. Mind, I have the solution to all this. It doesn't matter.
0: Okay, but like, so I think he'd be Tybalt if Nick was Romeo. What? See, so my problem is Nacho Varga is very hot-headed. He's the most hot-headed person we have, so, like, in my head, he's instantly tibbled, even though he's on the wrong family. Isn't he
1: Mercutio?
0: No, because he doesn't have any sort of suaveness. Like, Mercutio's talkative and shit. Like, if anyone on that side is Mercutio, it'd be Nick. You know? But that's- see, it's the issue because, like, this isn't a direct adaptation- Or even like a pretty stretched adaptation. It's like an extremely stretched, inspired film.
1: So Boa calls up her girls, uh, and she's just like, Girls, we got a gig tonight. Click. But
0: they don't have a gig. What are you talking about?
1: Well, we cut to static. The club owned by Nick. The underground one
0: what but they're not supposed to go to static
1: yeah and there's guys dancing
0: and there's pyro people there's fire and stuff and guys break dancing outside
1: it's cool
0: i wrote abcs for some reason
1: well because donnie has to learn his abcs of underground dance club but And Nick's got to show him around and what he's going to do. He can't just go into the deep end of the pool. And Donnie's like, but I don't want to do this stuff. And it's like, you crawled your way to New York begging for a job. And you're belittling bartenders.
0: Nick's got a point. Nick's just like, these people have been here for years. And they auditioned. You can't just get in because you're my half brother.
1: Also, he didn't audition.
0: No, he's just like, all right, that's it. I want to run the club, basically. And it's, no, you don't know anyone. You've got no respect from anyone.
1: But, man, he loves dance. And obviously, those people on stage don't love dance. He doesn't say this.
0: That's what he's implying. He's like, well, they're just doing it. It's more to me. Then what? These people who are breaking the law all the time to dance illegally for their job? Also, question. Yeah. So, this is an illegal dance club. Of course. But they do charity?
1: Oh, yeah. Because Nick goes to a blogger and he's just like.
0: Something about how we give back to the community and we love giving back to our community. So, come down here and give back. I don't know what that means.
1: Well, pay attention to that blogger, though, Megan, because she is vitally important.
0: You're right. She is. Uh friar nurse. Oh, like wait, 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 yeah. we can't we can't focus
1: on her because there's firecrackers going on outside.
0: What? Someone's throwing firecrackers at the dancers.
1: That's dangerous. But we see what is clearly Boa and her girls in hoods uh, sneaking in. <gasps>
0: They're gonna steal their drums back.
1: Action Juliet. I like an action Juliet, Megan. Oh, I, I really... love
0: an action Juliet. Yeah. That's one thing that I like about most adaptations or Romeo and Juliet-inspired films is that Juliet, like...
1: Does shit.
0: Gets down and dirty and, like, gets her hands messy and takes care of shit.
1: Yeah. I like Action Juliet.
0: I like Action Juliet. We cut back to Donnie whining and complaining that he could bring something new because, obviously, this club has never seen tap dancing.
1: I think it's wild because I'm, like, I'm on Nick's side
0: donnie's just barging in here but
1: but then a wild thing happens which is donnie says i could try something new and nick just goes no no way what we're doing works and it's like wait no we just jumped from a conversation about what job donnie's going to have to jumping to
0: we aren't gonna ever widen the variety of weird dancing variety show that we already yeah, have obviously it is
1: completely confused because if it was
0: just the you're new you need to earn your stripes
1: yes it'd be fine
0: we're good but
1: also it would be fine if it was donnie comes to this club and the, the way they're dancing is very one type of dance. You mean Save
0: the Last Dance? You mean the film Save the Last Dance? Yes,
1: I mean the film Save the Last Dance, written by the writer of this movie. That's what it should be. It should be Save the Last Dance, or it should be this first argument, but it's both, question mark? But it really isn't. It doesn't make any sense.
0: So Donnie says he wants to get a closer look, and Nick instantly is like, you're going to crash one of the dances and jump on the stage. And I kind of get that vibe, too. But Donnie makes his way forward. He notices a girl with a hood up in the crowd, and she's wearing, like, tap shoes or something. What? What? I wear tap shoes. We're so alike. He tries to get closer to her. She vanishes. This is our party scene for Romeo and Juliet, but, like, he's just following her, and she's, she's so hard to catch. And then drums get pushed on the stage. The MC goes, what's this? What's this? And it's really, really contrived.
1: But Kobu's back in the house. Kobu is the
0: name of the taiko dance group that Aya's in.
1: And they get about a minute into their number before Nick even does anything. And he's
0: like, wait. How
1: did they get in?
0: I didn't allow this. Hold on. Wait a second. who Who are are you? you? But he's like, wait a second, that's Kobu. They finish their number while one member is pushing a taiko drum with Aya riding it, dancing through the crowd. And then they take her to the bar and she starts dancing on top of the bar.
1: Donnie does what any human being would do, which is he takes beer cans, crushes them, and attaches them to his feet to make makeshift tap shoes.
0: Also, amazing props to the bartender who's just like, yeah, I have duct tape back here. <laughs> yeah! Here you go, man.
1: I just need to say that making taps out of beer cans is just camp enough to be cool. I know I should be like, this is absolutely ridiculous, but I'm feeling it. This movie's vibing.
0: Well, and they're doing like dance off, tap off things. So it's like her, then him, then her, then him. And Marquez leans into me and just goes, This is a sonnet.
1: (laughs) It is. It's a sonnet. This is the Holy Palmer sonnet. This is their version of it. Yeah, And I think it works because obviously what Dwayne Adler knows best is dance. And I think when this film is keyed into the fact that it is dancing, it's good. Good. But when it's not, it's bad.
0: They're dancing, but... They're not like in sync yet. They don't really know each other. So like Donnie bumps Aya and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, no. And she tosses him onto his back. And then she actually, like she's going to step on his balls. And then she pretends she's going to kiss him. And then she throws him off the bar again. And I'm like, wow.
1: I like when she almost steps on his balls. I do
0: too. Especially followed by a, and maybe a kissy.
1: But oh no, Kaz has showed up with his guys. And this bouncer obviously does absolutely nothing to keep Kaz away.
0: Oh uh, hey, please don't enter. Oh gosh, oh. they entered. And Kaz's guy's just running throwing punches. And then we cut back to the bar, and Aya and Donnie are like dancing in unison now. Like, this is a connection. They're like in sync now. But Kaz has to come and break it up. And he goes and grabs Aya, and Donnie's like, hey don't do that i'm trying
1: to be a gentleman
0: and then he gets the shit kicked out of him
1: everyone starts fighting and it's all confusing i don't know who
0: anyone is
1: thankfully donnie gets out and grabs aya and they run into a taxi and they get away And my only complaint is I wish she pulled him in in response for him pulling her away. I wish she pulled him into the cab.
0: Man, we should remake this film.
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to.
0: And they have their little meet cute first actual lines to each other where she's like, I hit you. And he's like, I've been popped harder. And she's just like, who are you? You jump up on the bar. You tie beer cans to your shoes. Who does that? And then he's just like, well, you know, I'm so cool. I'm great. And you, wow, you're so cool. How do you know anyone? Why are you here? Well, Nick's my brother. What? Nick?
1: You're white and he's black (laughs) is what she definitely is
0: is implying. implying. She's like, your brother? What? And he's like, yeah, my mom ran out when I was a little kid and his mom took me in. We can't do this. Our families are feuding. And he's just like, I'm not part of that. And she's like, you are now. And then there's another car that cuts off the taxi. Uh, very and it's rude.
1: These boys, Nick and Kaz, have no regard for vehicle safety.
0: How'd they find that taxi so well? They got a tracker on her? Either way, they cut him off. And Kaz is going to come get Aya. And Donnie's like, wait, how will I ever find you again? And then Aya grabs his phone and holds their phones next to each other and does something.
1: It does the contact sharing
0: thing. Yeah, Yeah, and Donnie's just like, didn't even know my phone could do that. Who gave you this phone? Did he have that phone in New Orleans? Because wouldn't the parole officer be calling that phone?
1: What money does Donnie have?
0: That's why I think he must have had that phone before. It can't be new.
1: Where Donnie lies on the spectrum of having money or not doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Fluctuates wildly. Oh, things are going to get real now because Nick's here and everyone's arguing and yelling and the taxi driver becomes my favorite character with one line. Either shoot somebody or pay me. My meter's running. I like him. He has no equivalent in Romeo and Juliet, but he should.
1: He has an equivalent in my heart.
0: Aya leaves with Kaz. She's yelling at him because someone could have gotten hurt. Nick is yelling at Donnie because he knew this was going to happen. I
1: knew you were going to fall in love with my old lovers. I'm sticking by it. Sticking by it. I knew you would fall in love with my old lover's sister and I knew that you would have a dance off with her in the middle of my dance club. I
0: knew that you would break into my club and then run onto the stage and then you'd start dancing with her on top of the bar by getting cans of beer and smashing them and taping them onto your dance shoes and then I knew that she'd pretend to step on your balls and then almost kiss you and then... I knew Kaz would Kaz would show up and start beating you up but then she would still somehow get you before she left... And then you'd get into a taxi and I knew that it would come here and I knew that Kaz would stop that taxi and then the taxi driver would be like, come on, I knew
1: it. And that's when Donnie walks away angrily while removing his beer can taps. And Nacho turns to Nick and goes, should we stop him? And Nick's like, nah, let him dance with a hat on the ground for a few days.
0: So is this like the part where Romeo, after the party, just avoids Benvolio and Mercutio? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that happens. They do not meet back up and hang out.
1: Well, Mayan, in the next scene, it's the morning, and where's Romeo...
0: Asleep in a church.
1: And I'm like, this means Friar Lawrence is gonna show up. I can see where you're going, movie. Instead,
0: shows some homeless people sleeping, and then we cut to the girls in New York City. They're going up to a skyscraper in nice clothing.
1: And they show their portfolio to the lady, they show a video that they filmed, and then the lady says, I need to see you live, which probably should have been a stipulation before they had a meeting.
0: I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, because, like, you can rehearse videos. She wants to see, one, that you're live, to how the crowd actually reacts. Oh,
1: I get that. I'm just saying that should have been a stipulation that they knew about before they went into the meeting.
0: But um, they're screwed because Aya's only got a visa for another week and they don't have a gig.
1: Yeah, they don't have a venue.
0: We see Donnie sadly busking on the streets of New York.
1: Oh, he's all alone.
0: He's got no money, no friend Volio to help him get more money. We cut to club Otto and I is watching some bo staff dancers and that shit is cool. I want to see those people.
1: Man, this film should have just been like 60 minutes of dancing. That was choreographed well and then I would have been like, cool.
0: There are Romeo and Juliet ballets. Why yeah. not do a modern Romeo and Juliet dance? Yeah. Feature length dance.
1: Well, anyway, she's in the club and she's pausing over Donnie's number like she's gonna delete it.
0: (laughs) But before she can, Michael comes up and I'm like, oh, he is far more attractive than I pictured him to be considering how much she dislikes him. It's like when Romeo plus Juliet cast Paul Rudd as Paris and you're like, he cute. He cute. Look at that astronaut suit.
1: Yeah, he's doing a little dance. I mean,
0: he's not as cute as Paul Rudd. I'll say that. Yes. But like, I thought he was going to be this, like, creepy creeper.
1: You wanted, like, a comb-over, mob-the-stereotype, like...
0: Something!
1: I mean, he's just kind of like a hot Wall Street guy. And she tries to explain that she needs a live venue, and if she could use this club as one. And he's just like, not if you're going to run off to some other producer... If you play on this stage, you have to sign an exclusive contract with me.
0: Which sucks, but that's pretty typical, I think.
1: Yeah, you want a regular at your club.
0: Especially if, like, Kobu's big. The crowd digs Kobu. You're not going to just be like, yeah, no, use my venue, use my people, all of the customers that I've brought in, so that you can go somewhere else and make someone else money. No.
1: Well, he tells her that he'll match whatever the producer offers her plus 2% of the door.
0: Yeah, but that's not what this is about. She thinks that he's gonna, like, assault her or something if she's exclusively under contract with him.
1: I need to say something. It's very vital to this film. Yeah. This club should be called Club Paris or something, or Club Paris. Why is
0: it called Otto?
1: I don't know, and listen... I have a take about Shakespeare adaptations set in the modern day.
0: I want my Easter eggs. I
1: want my bad names. I yeah. I've made fun of them before, but I like my Duke Orsinos. I like Patrick Verona.
0: Well, like you could have Club Monty and Club Cap. Yeah. Like why not?
1: Or you could call it like Le Montague, and it's like oh, and this is the Paris room.
0: Or like, yeah, it's Le Montague, and when you enter, it's themed like Paris. Yeah. Just like in general.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't matter, because we got a K-pop boy here.
0: Okay. On the stage, the camera goes, I know this conversation is important to the plot, but what you really want to see, K-pop fans who are tuning into this, is You Know You Know of Dongbang Shinki dancing to a song. Do we? Well, one, yes. Okay. Two, I have a lot of feelings about this moment. The first feeling is, this absolutely was SM Entertainment going, Dongbang Shinki is hot. They are popular, and Yuno is one of the ones that people like looking at the most. They're one of our big cash cows, and one of our just like historical cash cows. So to get Dongbang Shinki fans money, we're going to throw Yuno Yuno in this. Two. He goes by Yuno in the film. They say, and from Korea, Yuno. Know. Like it's not even pretending he's a character. He is just the Korean K pop dance star, Yuno. Three. Yuno is known very well for his nice arms. And they put him in a vest with no shirt underneath it. Specifically to show those arms. Because they knew, as I saw in message boards online when this came out, If you can send a still for your movie promotions of you know, you know, with his arm showing, all of the K-pop girls will try to get away to see this movie.
1: I think that this movie is about three years too early for the absolute massive K-pop turn in America, the BTS craze, which I think really exploded...
0: Well, so the problem is they're under Big Hit. They're not under SM.
1: Okay. But I I specifically remember K-pop bands not being a niche thing anymore in like 2017.
0: BTS opened up K-pop to America. Yes. Like as a mainstream thing.
1: That's what I'm saying. I think this film would have done a whole lot better. Yes. If it was released like
0: three years later. But the thing that's sad is it would then not have BOA and not have Yuno. I mean, Yuno's not necessary. Yuno is literally just to get the fangirls money as well. The other thing I wanted to mention is that I think it's really cute that Yuno has a spot in this because Dongbang Shinki's first ever performance, their debut, was at a BOA tour. It was BOA and Britney Spears on tour together. And they were an opening act and they did a song. And that was how Dong Bang started.
1: Oh I would also like to state that when I mentioned the box office for this movie earlier, we only have the American and Singapore box office.
0: That's wild.
1: Those are the only ones that were reporting. So like we don't know the numbers in
0: Japan and Korea. Japan
1: and Korea, which might have been much higher. I don't know. I don't know how much of a cultural blip this was in those countries, which just goes to show that box office doesn't really determine a movie success, especially if we don't have all the data.
0: We've finished our You know interlude. The song ends. Or maybe it continues, but we, we cut away and <gasps> Donnie's here in Club Otto, but he's not supposed to be there. How against the rules.
1: And he like drags her into this back room that for some reason has really nice flowing silk curtains.
0: And they talk very sensually about their dance. I thought they were talking about how thrilling it was to jump in the cab. And then I was like, wait, did they have sex and I missed it? No, Donnie's just talking about dancing on top of the bar with her.
1: Yeah, he loves their dance. He thought that they had something special.
0: And I have to say, I really appreciate Aya, who's just very reasonable and logical about the situation and is like, hey, no, like, this can't work. I'm already dealing with a lot right now as well. And this is just going to make things complicated. Let's just stop. And then she helps him get out so that he doesn't get caught. She
1: gets her girls to sneak him out.
0: But then it doesn't work.
1: Okay, we'll get to that, Megan. Because Nick shows up to Club Otto. And he's just like, You stole my idea. And Kaz is like, You screwed me. And I'm like, Yeah, you did.
0: And as they're arguing, Kaz looks up and sees a monitor of just the dance floor, I guess, and sees Donnie sneaking out. And he's like, Hold up. I got to go beat up your brother.
1: Kaz's boys gather Donnie and throw him in an alley and start kicking the shit out of him, which I don't get why they showed the girls.
0: Sneaking him out if if it it didn't didn't work.
1: work. He should have just been caught.
0: It's just weird because it just makes the girls seem ineffective.
1: Yeah. Kaz tells him, never come back.
0: And then Michael comes in Paris and is like, excuse me, everyone. This looks like criminal activity. Can we please stop doing this by my club that is reputable?
1: And Kaz is like, nah, it's fine. This is Nick's brother. He wants to fuck my sister.
0: And Michael goes, oh, and punches Donnie.
1: Yeah, Oh, that's different then. Kick the shit out of this kid. So we cut to Aya walking the streets of New York alone. And
0: then she's in her room and they start texting because what's a modern Romeo and Juliet without text that we can read on the screen?
1: Oh, it looks so bad though. And of course, Donnie doesn't have a scratch on him despite getting the shit kicked out of him in an alley because he is the star of this film and the romantic interest. Even though I would argue that a handsome boy beat up when he got beat up for you is sexy.
0: I mean, beat up? Nah.
1: But if you give him like a, a scar or well, not like a scar, a but like a little of,
0: scratch. Yeah. Or like a or little blood,
1: bleed, Yeah, a a blood tiny, on the lip.
0: A tiny bit of blood on the lower corner that's of his hot. lip. That's hot. That's good.
1: Middle ground. He looks flawless in his scene.
0: And they text and essentially their conversation is, how do we end this rivalry between our brothers? We can't. W- well... I still want to. My name is Donnie. I'm sick of running. Which, okay. I mean, it's been like two days. But okay. Also, you ran away from parole. I'd say that's a big run. And she's just like, well, I have to go.
1: And he's like, will you go out with me? And she's just like, I don't know. I don't know,
0: man. I gotta go teach a class. I gotta go do my jobs.
1: Well, then I'll show up to your class. And And
0: she says... You wouldn't be able to keep up, winky face.
1: And we cut too.
0: a class. She teaches little kids taiko dance. It's so cute. And he's there. Donnie's there. It's a bunch of kids and then Donnie. All right. Remember back in Magical Legend of the Leprechauns where we were like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And then we got to Romeo and Juliet characters yeah. and they were cute. Yeah. This scene is that. It's so cute. I love this.
1: I couldn't help myself. I was like, fuck. This movie's winning me over with just this one scene where they're doing their tyco and She's like, oh, you're doing really good, kid. All right, Donnie, it's your turn. And she turns to the other student that's practicing with Donnie. And she just goes, is it okay if we speed things up a bit? And Donnie's like, wait, what? Speed
0: things up? And then he's barely catching up. He's behind, but then he finishes right. And he's just like, that wasn't that bad. And she's like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Like, they're teasing each other. It's cute.
1: She gives him an F.
0: The kids are like... Also, part of the fun. They're like laughing and they're kind of giving him shit. And then the kids leave. And then he's like, What about that dance? I'm not leaving without that dance. And I kind of hate lines like that because I think they get rid of consent. I don't like when you say, I'm not leaving until you give me blank.
1: Oh, yeah. No, don't That's give people ultimatums. Ultimatums so. are shitty. Yeah.
0: So I disliked that. But then they did a nice dance where they almost kiss multiple times. And it's nice.
1: And she allows him to buy her dinner.
0: For extra credit. To raise his grade in Tycho.
1: And we cut to, obviously, the dinner. No, wait, we cut to Nick. And Tatiana shows up, and it turns out that Red Bull cut their sponsorship.
0: But they're an illegal underground dance club. How are they sponsored?
1: Because Red Bull doesn't know that they're illegal. Which is why I think it's unsexy for it to just be... We're illegal because our building is condemned.
0: But we find out the reason that Red Bull's pulling our sponsorship is because a video of Static from the other night went viral. And it's got Aya and Donnie dancing on the bar, it's got that, then it's got the fight that ensues, and then someone put gunshot sounds over it, so it sounds like there was a gunfight in the dance club while it was filled with patrons.
1: what are they gonna do well it doesn't matter so we cut to club auto and michael's talking on the phone and he yells screw you lawrence damn brits again don't they take no for an answer
0: friar lawrence the brit
1: that's where he is i didn't expect them to make this version of paris into such a shit
0: He's a shit. Like, in Romeo and Juliet, she just doesn't want to be with Paris. That's the reason that he's bad. Listen,
1: he's bad because he's an adult wanting to marry a 14-year-old. Yes. That's why he's bad in that play. But usually versions...
0: One, don't make him an adult. Yeah, And two, just have it be like, but I don't love him. Yeah. The end. That's what's wrong with him, is that I don't love him.
1: In most versions, that's the case.
0: Which is plenty.
1: But uh, they're making Paris into a dick.
0: And he talks to Kaz a bit about why he likes Aya so much. And Kaz is like, she doesn't like you and she might never like you. And he's just like, I don't care. I still like her, which, fair. Like, it's shitty because he's a shitty guy. But, I mean, feelings are feelings. It's just weird because he's trying to hold an authority over her by being her way to stay in the country. But that discussion is broken up by Nick. Nick's here. He knows where that video came from.
1: And Michael tries to be like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not fight. And Nick just like pushes him off and just goes, where'd you get off sitting in my VIP with a boner for his sister? Well,
0: because Michael's trying to be like, Nick, you're a piece of shit. Oh, you stole well. Kaz's idea.
1: Oh, the idea. Yeah. The legitimate club idea. The
0: legitimate club idea, which is obviously what Static was There are no the legitimate
1: start. clubs in New York City except for this one.
0: See, that's the thing, though, is looking at the difference between Club Static and Club Auto, I don't think the same people would go to both of these clubs. Yeah. They're incredibly different. Auto is incredibly upscale. And if you want to go to like a hip hop rave, then you go to Static. There is not much crossover there. But still.
1: Michael wants to call the cops.
0: And there's an incredible line by Nick because he just goes, do it. Pizza will get here faster. Accurate. Yep. They're like, fine, whatever, we'll leave it at that. And Nick starts to leave. And Michael's like, oh, and tell your brother, don't come here anymore. He sucks. I hate that guy because he likes Aya and she likes him.
1: Nick, before he leaves, turns to Nacho Varga and just goes, come on, we've got a business to run. Which is, in fact, not a cool line to leave on.
0: We have a business to run. Our illegal dance club that we say in this very prestigious-looking legal dance club that does a lot more legitimate business. Yes. We also lost a sponsor, so there's a bit less business for us.
1: Okay. So we cut to dinner with Donnie and Aya. And the first thing we learn is that this white boy, A, doesn't know what Tycho Drumming is, and B, doesn't know Anything,
0: anything. about what happened? Yeah. So... I take from that that as soon as he went to New Orleans or Nick went to New York, because we don't know where they started. We don't know who moved. That they haven't spoken to each other since. Because you'd think that he'd hear this news about this huge blow up and everything that's gone down. But Aya's there to explain everything that we have been able to pick up on throughout the entire film. But he wants exposition, so she gives it. And he's just like, oh, okay. well, what are you going to do about the whole visa thing? And she says, "Uh, change the subject because she doesn't want to talk about it. And I just like that. That's one of the most witty lines of the film. And I just enjoy it.
1: And she asks him to talk about himself and what his whole deal is. And, you know, he reveals that he always wanted to dance. But, you know, money was always a problem. And the way that he words it makes it sound like i just wanted to do art unlike all other artists who don't want to do it Says for it art. makes
0: no sense because yes. he's like people are in it for the money basically but i'm in it for the money it's just a horribly written line yeah that i should have written down because i cannot explain how confusing it, 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 it is it, it, and it, wrong
1: the gist is that he says that He's not in it for the money, but he needs the money.
0: And like, he wants this to be his career.
1: Yeah, which fine, whatever. But what he reveals is the reason he went to jail was that he helped people scam people and steal their wallet. Because so, he would
0: dance as a distraction while yeah. they picked pockets.
1: Yeah, so he's basically just a white collar criminal.
0: The way it comes across, which I'm not sure if it's intended, is that Aya doesn't believe he's done doing that. Yeah. She's like, y- you sure you're not a criminal anymore? Are you sure you're done with that? Which is, of course, just so that in the future she can be let down when she finds out that he evaded parole. Yeah,
1: because he just says, like, I'm done. I'm
0: done. I'm not a criminal. I'm and definitely
1: not breaking parole.
0: He takes her home and he says an incredibly weird line that just, it's just weird and I, it, we just don't like it. She's talking to him and he just says, I love the way you talk, the way your words sound. It's cute. As in English isn't her first language, which is so infantilizing of someone who obviously speaks at least three languages. It's
1: the wording of the lines. Because if you said something like,
0: I love your accent. I love your
1: accent. I think it's really attractive. That's fine. But the The way you
0: make words sound is cute. cute.
1: Yeah, it's the fact that that's the way he words it. It's wild.
0: And then in like two minutes, he fucking massacres trying to speak Japanese. So fuck off. Yeah. Her response to this is that she speaks a bunch of languages and she's trying really hard to be good at English, but she is Korean, born and raised in Japan. So thank you, movie, for explaining that to me. I assume you did it so that you'd get more Japanese audience members.
1: That makes sense.
0: But I was so confused up until this point. And she gives a throwaway line of, the countries have very complicated histories, and that's why I like America. Yeah. Like, it's not as complicated as dealing with my two home countries. Which, one, oh honey, you don't know. You obviously haven't seen America, for real. But, two... It's just a really deep thing to casually throw in there. Yeah, it's so wild that this movie... It's just like, yeah, there are a lot of, like, uh, you know, ransacking, destruction, trying to control, and, like, wars, a lot of death.
1: It just wants to inject a little bit of reality to this dance movie. But they kiss. They do. They kiss. It's cute. They kiss. I like it. But then we see that Michael's in a car across the street and he's watching them and tells some guy named Jim to look up Donnie Bray.
0: Is Bray Nick's last name? I assume. Yeah. Because otherwise, how would he know Donnie's last name?
1: Whatever. And then he
0: gives a bunch of information on Donnie's past. I'm like, how do you know this?
1: And then he calls up Kaz and he's like, we need to do something about Donnie.
0: And we see Lawrence, who's like, I'm not British. I'm from Dublin, and I'm going to strangle Michael until he craps his pants. Hold the phone.
1: That's Friar Lawrence, Megan.
0: You're right, Romeo. You should be with Juliet. Don't, no, no, no. Don't take this potion that'll make you seem like you're dead, Juliet. I'm going to strangle Paris hmm. until he craps his pants.
1: Well, I'd like that version. Anyway, we cut to Kaz.
0: And he's watching the new ABO video again of friendship of Nick and Kaz underground static.
1: Yeah, and he reminisces about how he and Nick used to hug and kiss and make out. He's yeah.
0: interrupted from these.
1: He's interrupted from his meme of Wolverine holding a picture frame and the picture frame is Nick and he's putting his hand over it.
0: And he's interrupted by one of his workers who says, I left this and it's rent money and then a picture of them as kiddos. It's cute. Donnie gets a call from friend Volio and friend Volio tells him the parole officer keeps calling and trying to figure out where you are like he's onto you. I'm sorry, weren't you supposed to call Donnie the first time that happened? Not if it's been happening for days. Excuse you, you're not doing your job right, friend Volio. You're gonna get him caught. You're both going to jail.
1: Okay, Megan. So Donnie crawls back to Nick.
0: And Nick's pissed off. He's like, what the hell are you doing here?
1: Yeah, he disappeared for like two days. Donnie's just like, give me a shot, coach. And Nick's just like, okay, okay.
0: You can unload some of this liquor that we're going to sell illegally. And
1: Donnie's like, no menial labor. Dance only.
0: And Nick is really kind. Because he's just like, fine, we'll call it an audition. Outside tonight, you can actually get a shot to be a dancer at Static.
1: Nick is being way too nice. Because Donnie comes in here demanding so much. Well,
0: because Donnie's response to that is, yeah, an audition. But no to outside, and no to it being an audition. I want it inside, on the stage, in front of everyone.
1: And I want to use your house band.
0: That's not an audition. That's a performance.
1: That's a performance. In
0: front of the whole audience.
1: So we cut to Aya talking with her friend, who I assume is the nurse, because Aya doesn't have any other... Any other
0: friends. So yeah, it's the nurse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And her friend tells her that all she's been talking about is Donnie. And she's like, no, I'm not.
0: And a customer goes, yeah, you are. And then they keep talking about boys. And I is just like, I'm too busy for boys. But like, I don't want to be busy. I want to make time for Donnie. And her friend basically says, like, just give it a few days. Guys, come and go. Yeah,
1: That's a nurse like line. Oh,
0: it is. Aya just likes him because he's not trying to control her like she feels like Michael does and her brother does.
1: Anyway, we cut to Club Static and Donnie's getting ready for his performance and he goes up to a DJ and he says, hey, can I borrow this mic?
0: Donnie also invites Aya through text to come see it.
1: (gasps) She's not supposed to be here. No. And so then he starts his performance and it is disappointing.
0: Okay. Here's my thing with dance film and dance plot points. Whenever they're like, you got to impress them. The person always starts with like a tap, skip, step. And then they just look at the crowd and the crowd goes, okay, you did one move. Are you going to actually dance? And oh man, how nerve wracking. A tap, 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 skip, step. Oh, wow, they're not reacting well because I continue to not do a real dance. Oh, no. A tap, tap, a shuffle? Wow, they're really getting upset. I guess I'll do an entire song now, and then they'll actually like it, because that's what people are here to see. It just drives me crazy. It's a trope that I hate, and I've seen too often, and I get mad at them every time because I'm like... If you were in that audience and you saw someone do basic step number five, oh, would, would you be happy? I would
1: be like, fuck this shit. This isn't you trying to like hustle me in a game of pool, but it's You don't have to pretend novel. you suck
0: and then like do well. If I was in the audience and- I would, I would walk away. No, if I was in the audience and I was a heckler, I would probably say, do more of a dance. Do actual dancing and not just single steps.
1: My brain just went, oh, is it because Aya's not here and so he doesn't have his mojo? No. No, it's because he's just doing a bit.
0: But also I'm confused because the house band and a bunch of audience members and a bunch of other people who know tap. So one, earlier in the film, Nick said tap is not a thing that we do here. And yet he has like five different people who do tap who are already at static join him on the stage. Two, when did he have time to choreograph this whole number? Because it's obviously choreographed because they're doing it in sync. It's not like people are just freestyling. They're doing the same moves at the same time. And he was just given this spot that afternoon. How is this happening? My suspension of disbelief is gone.
1: It's fine, Megan. It's fine because obviously Nick's people shoot up Otto and Nacho records it.
0: The reason why I always see Nacho as Tibbled is that in earlier scenes, every time someone gets like a little loud, Nacho starts reaching for his gun. And Nick's always like, no, no, not now, Nacho Varga. And he puts it back.
1: Megan, it'll all make sense later.
0: What, how come the guy who wants to shoot everything is filming this time? Just let him shoot for once. It would <laughs> oh, make him happy. Oh, you
1: say you want him to shoot.
0: Well, if someone's going to shoot, you might as well let Nacho Varga do it. And by that, I mean Raphael. We should probably actually call him his character's name, which is Raphael.
1: Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't matter. Donnie's dance is over. Nick's so proud of him. And then he goes up to Aya. And then they just start macking on each other.
0: And Donnie takes her up to his place, a.k.a. Nick's place.
1: A.k.a. her brother's room.
0: Oh, right. This was Kaz's room.
1: Yeah, I hate this, because what if somebody was like, all right, time for sexy makeout times.
0: Do you want to do it in your brother's childhood room? Well, like teenagehood room that he probably had a bunch of sex in? Weird. Aya turns to Donnie and says, would you miss me if I had to go back to Japan? And he's like, more than you'll ever know. And for that, he gets some sex dance.
1: Yeah, so they do a sex dance.
0: It's an undressing each other dance, which means taking off each other's shirt in his case and then over shirt in her case. No one ends up naked, but they do end up on a bed before it fades to black. So they fucked. They did, but they just took like a minute and a half to strip to dance. It is
1: very funny. I would recommend you looking up this movie and watching this sex dance.
0: Like it's not a bad dance. It's just... People don't normally take a minute and a half dance to take off their shirt.
1: It's because I don't know what in this film is diegetic and non-diegetic in terms of dancing. And since every other dance that we've seen before is diegetic, I can only assume-
0: That they did this. They
1: did in fact do this in real life.
0: Marquez, them dancing on a bar together was the hottest thing they'd ever experienced. Of course, they're going to dance leading up to sex.
1: So that makes this the funniest thing I've ever seen, because that's the wildest concept. We actually did do the dance. It wasn't a metaphor.
0: But we cut to morning.
1: Nick has made some nice breakfast, and then Donnie comes down with Aya, and Nick's just like, Fuck, man.
0: But what he says is, now I know why you danced like you had a hard-on.
1: Weird line.
0: One, you've seen that kind of dance before, huh? Huh, bud? You've seen a hard-on dance before? And Two, I don't think he did, because he was moving pretty smoothly.
1: Megan, it's a metaphorical hard-on.
0: Dude, the crowd loved it. It was your club. Shouldn't you be happy?
1: Yes. He also gives Nick an ultimatum.
0: He's like, you're a dancer now, right? You wanted to be a dancer? Here's 10 bucks. Dance for me, monkey. You have a shift tonight at 10 if you dump Aya. And Donnie's just like, no. No. And Nick's like, what? Well, but we, yeah, we, we've always had this dream of running a club together and now we could do it if you dump Aya.
1: And this is probably very awkward for Aya. This is when you're... Friends, parents yell at your friend. And
0: you're just sitting there just like, thank you for the potatoes, Mrs. Kim.
1: Yes, this is the equivalent.
0: (laughs) Though Nick does throw in like a knife, which is, does she know? And of course we all assume it's gonna be about parole and your history, which it's like, yes, she does, except not the parole thing, but she knows about my history. And then he says, does she know you quit everything you ever start? And that, hits much harder like that is far worse and it's like unexpected and i don't know i liked it i was like "Ooh, oh that was some venom i didn't see coming
1: i don't know if i like this because we never get shown another instance
0: of him doing that yes we're
1: just told that he does it's like in
0: thor when they're like ah your silver tongue that will never see you (laughs) use yes correct yeah
1: donnie and i leave and i'm upset because nick made a really nice breakfast and if there's one thing i absolutely despise in movies it's when somebody makes a really nice meal and nobody eats the meal because nick doesn't even get to eat the meal because tatiana comes in
0: and nick turns to her and is like is it done And she looks at him like he's crazy. And she's like, you just saw them together. We can't go through with this. And Nick's like, then I'll hire someone who will. She's like, fine, I'll go do it. Give me 10 minutes. And we cut to Aya. And and Donnie
1: on the streets in New York.
0: (laughs) And Aya's like, what the fuck? He hates me. He hates me so bad. Did you see how he looked at me? Why are we even doing this? Our families hate each other and they hate us. We can't do this. And Donnie's like, no, no. See, it's hard for me. I stood up to him for you. Like, don't you get it? This hurts me. And she's like, yeah. I get it. I know. I'm hurt right now.
1: It's a weird little fight that doesn't really.
0: It doesn't start out like a fight. But then the bit of it where he's just like, well, I did this for you. And she's like, yeah, it also hurts me. I'm just like, oh, this is kind of a fight.
1: But it's not.
0: But it's not.
1: It doesn't matter because Cash shows up.
0: And he's just like, where have you been? I've been calling you because Otto got shot up and she doesn't know. And Donnie doesn't know. But everything's like, oh, this is so intense. And that's why they all start speaking Korean and Japanese and not English. And there's no subtitles.
1: Megan, what did they say?
0: So I don't have my note anymore, but oh, okay. it's essentially we have to go. And then something is said in Japanese. And she's like, why? What's going on? And then Kaz basically says, why don't you ask your little friend over there?
1: I love that they leave him out of the conversation.
0: Oh, I'm going to be honest. I actually really love when they sprinkle in other languages and don't put in subtitles. Yeah,
1: I love it. I love being left out.
0: Like, if it's the entire film, then yes, please give me subtitles so I can tell the story. But if it's a moment like this where you're like, well, I know something happened, and they're telling her to go, and she's confused, and they're mad at Donnie, which is all you need to know.
1: Granted, knowing that no important information is said in this scene, I don't like it as much.
0: Well, like, I don't know what happened in the Japanese part of this conversation, but I do know that basically Donnie is blamed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I will always love it if it's like, this is important information that is revealed here. And if you are multilingual, you will understand what is going on. And if you're not, you'll get clued you'll in get later. You'll get eventually. Yeah. And I just like that. I like not having my hand held.
0: So a video has come out of Otto actually getting shot up and essentially saying, no, don't go to Otto. It's dangerous. You're going to get shot up. And Michael our Paris, is pissed. He's so mad. He's like, Kaz, you're out. This happened under your watch somehow. Somehow it's Kaz's fault. I mean, it is because the rivalry, but Michael is also part of that. Anyway, he's just like, I own 51%. So Kaz, you don't have any control. You just own shares now. Kaz shows the video to Donnie and Aya, and they're both like, what? I didn't know that. I didn't know this was happening. Kaz was just like, yeah, because you did it, Donnie. And Donnie's like, no, I didn't. He's like, we're going to break his legs.
1: It's like, whoa.
0: And then I was just like, no, I was with him all night. He obviously didn't do it. And everyone's like, what? Sexual relations? And they let Donnie leave.
1: And he goes to Nick because he knows who did this. And he
0: punches Nick.
1: And he punches Nick because somebody could have been killed. And they are about to throw down, but uh oh, the cops show up.
0: And like a damn idiot, Nick's like, uh, where's Officer Guy I paid off? And the cops are like,
1: he's suspended. We
0: suspended him for you paying him off.
1: Listen, this is the most unrealistic thing in the film that internal affairs works at all.
0: Yes. Revisiting this scene in my mind, I still just can't get over. How dumb Nick is. Just being like, what? But where's the cop I like and pay?
1: Megan, this scene is full of moments that are wild and people's actions make no sense. This
0: is the worst written best scene.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. So we find out. The building that Static is, is a condemned building. We find out that they bought it from a management company that doesn't have a license. And now... Michael owns the building.
0: So you're getting evicted, Static. Everyone's like, what? How could you do this? Just so suddenly, how did you do it?
1: This is probably the best line in the film. Michael says, I close million dollar deals before morning coffee. This, this is nothing.
0: And then he turns to Donnie and is like, and you, white trash with gourmet Chinese, stick to dollar carryout. Whatever that means, Paris would never.
1: No. So anyway, Donnie jumps, Michael. In
0: front of like ten cops.
1: Wild. Let him say his shit and then let him leave. And
0: let the cops leave and then get up on him in an alley later. Like, don't do it right there in front of 10 cops. Yeah,
1: see, listen, I don't like cops, obviously. But don't attack a rich white man in front of the cops. Uh, That's just asking
0: for trouble. Yes, and he gets it. He's instantly cuffed and taken to a cop car. And then Aya shows up and is like, no, what? And Michael's like, no, it's fine. Cops, leave her. She's with me.
1: So Donnie gets arrested. He's in a cell.
0: They literally walk him into the cell, and then they're like, looks like it's your lucky day, buddy. Somebody's helping you out. And they take him instantly out of the cell. And
1: I, my thought is, oh, no, did Aya pay his bail? But she has no money. Did she spend all her money on him?
0: No. It was Michael. Michael and Aya are in the room, and Michael's like, Move along, Mr. Cop. You can uncuff him. I'm going to speak with him. And the cop's like, yes, sir, Mr. White Man, and leaves. And Michael's like, so I know about your parole violation. And I is like, what? Your what? And the cops don't know about it. So if you just leave and go back to New Orleans and go back to your little parole.
1: I won't reveal this information about you. And I'll only do this if Aya signs up.
0: I want you to sign an exclusive contract with me and I want you to fucking leave this state. Goodbye. You have two minutes to decide. I'll step out.
1: And Donnie's just like, he can't do this. Who the hell does he think he is? A rich white man, Donnie. A rich
0: rich white man who knows your shames.
1: Listen, just do it. Just do it because he's got one up on you. You can find a way to get back at him later. This is no time to make a moral stance against the hypocrisy of a white man abusing the system.
0: Here's my other thing. These are very different stakes from Juliet can marry Paris. It's like Juliet marries Paris and Romeo does not get banished but just lives somewhere else. Juliet's now existing brother gets a job again and Juliet doesn't need to be banished to a different country. That's a lot different. These are higher stakes. Maybe she should just marry Paris. Yeah. And then I is like, no, I can't have you go to jail. I'll do anything so that you don't go to jail for attacking a rich white man.
1: And she goes to Michael and they're talking in the background. And then Michael walks by the window outside of where Dottie is and just gives a little supervillain wave. He's
0: Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's like, ex- he's
1: like, excuse me, Donnie. I'm going to go take down a Kryptonian now because I have many wheels within wheels.
0: And we cut to Aya in her teaching studio. And I instantly know it's time for a sad dance. <laughs> Donnie's in the church instead of leaving because instead he's going to the church. And he has an epiphany. If I have Juliet fake her death, I can meet her in the catacombs
1: by what you mean you mean i'm gonna record a video and talk about how kaz and nick should make up and be friends because michael's a shitty rich white guy and we can't let him win and tatiana is the one filming it This is just so mid-aughts teen comedy levels of plot resolution. So
0: what he's doing is he's saying, hey, Kaz and Nick, you guys had great ideas, but Michael came in and fucked everything up. He's a bad guy. No one likes Michael. And then he shows a picture of Michael with devil horns, and he's like, see? Now here, I've got an empty church, and we're gonna do a club party here. It's also against the rules, because it's a church that is derelict, and there's gonna be free booze. And Tatiana paused it and goes, free booze? And he goes, we gotta get people to show up, don't we? But there's more to his plan. Obviously, he's gotta get the Kobu girls ready, but not Aya, because you should keep things like this a secret from one of the main performers of a group okay
1: and he goes and he visits the producer lady that was going to see them live and she's just like excuse me young man i am not seeing you and he just kind of parkours up a wall and jukes in front of her and he's like here's an invitation and she's just like i'm impressed with this young twink man
0: I do like parkour. Maybe I'll attend your shindig.
1: You are very handsome. I will go to this thing.
0: And they're stealing liquor from Static to
1: give free booze. Megan, this is the equivalent of, again, a YA comedy in which the person gives a speech in front of prom or like in front of their friends. Like, I know I lied to you but we need to save prom and then they do a montage of like ways that they're going to enact their plan to stop vice principal Hackett from ruining their prom.
0: You know what I just realized? What? The cops would have taken the liquor away from static.
1: Oh yeah, 10,000%. There would
0: not be liquor for them to steal. Yeah. They also probably would have put up tape and shit so that static couldn't be entered at all.
1: We cut to Michael gives Aya an exclusive contract. You only work for me. I want it signed by tomorrow.
0: What? That means she's free tonight. And Kaz meets with Lawrence, and they both talk about how much they hate Michael. Wow, he thinks I'm British. Wow, he thinks I'm Japanese. What an asshole.
1: So Tatiana, who has been working with Donnie on this, tells Nick and Nacho, and by Nacho, I mean Raphael, about the party. So enemies are forced to be at the same block party.
0: Because everyone's like, well, what's this party? I guess I gotta go to it.
1: Oh, and also they contacted the blogger lady who hacked into Otto's mailing list so that everyone from Otto is going to come to Donnie's party and isn't going to be at Otto tonight. And so therefore, the blogger lady was relevant. And
0: Michael finds out, so he comes too. And also Camille, the rocketeer producer lady, also does end up showing up because she did like the Twink's parkour moves.
1: There's a party going on.
0: Yeah, and Kobu's performing and Donnie's performing. And I'm like, seriously, though, let's go back to the fact that this is so that Aya can stay, and you're going to spring this on her as a surprise where she's just going to come to this thing, and then it's going to be like, hey, guess what? You have to get a contract with this lady right now. You have to impress her enough to stay in the States right now without any warning. That's bull. That's not cute. That sucks.
1: Well, it doesn't matter because she shows up and she's ready. And they do more dancing.
0: And then Michael's like, what's going on, Kaz? You have to stop this. And Kaz is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't own the auto. I sold my 49 shares to this Irishman. And Lawrence goes, you know what's worse than being partners with a pissed off Irishman? When he's pissed at you, friend. And
1: that's the last we see of Michael this has been resolved
0: so basically what happened was romeo went to capulet and montague and went hey so it turns out paris is an asshole and my friend guy maybe friar lawrence someone also hates him so we all hate him now got it and everyone went yeah fuck paris And there's dancing, but it's mostly just Donnie and Aya dancing together and Kobu aren't really doing anything. So I think this is a horrible showcase of their talents for the Rocketeer Lady. Hey,
1: eventually Donnie just goes, all right, this isn't me. This is for Kobu, which at first you might think like, Donnie, are you part of Kobu? But he he eventually is like, this isn't me. I am not part of this band. We also get Kaz and Nick looking at each other like, what is going on? They're like, well, I guess we can be friends again. But they don't say anything. They just give each other looks. Yeah, like and they, they stand
0: and- closer to each other than we've seen in the film without them wanting to kill each other. And the performance ends and confetti falls from the sky. And wow, it's a beautiful Shakespearean dance ending. And Donnie and Aya go off stage and they're like, wow, that was incredible. You did so good. And Camille runs back and she's like, I wanna give you a visa, Aya. And also, Donnie, you're with the group too, right? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, you're gonna be. You're working for me now. And then he's like, well, um, I'm booked up for the next six months because he's gonna go back to New Orleans and go to jail for violating his six months of parole.
1: But everyone's good now.
0: Okay. No,
1: everyone's good now, Meg. No, no, no,
0: no. Actually, I think this is good. Like, I actually really like that the film was like, there are,
1: there are consequences. consequences to
0: his actions. He's gonna, it's just six months in jail. Like, that's terrible. But everyone's aware of it now. is like, cool, I'll see you then. And you'll have a job afterwards. So, like, if you have some sort of parole again, you'll have a job. Yeah. But also that job would probably end up being near alcohol, so he probably wouldn't be able to take it. Anyway... I just like that he's like, I'm gonna go to jail. And everyone goes, yeah, you are. We'll see you after, though.
1: And everyone is happy. Everyone dances. And Marquez keeps expecting someone to bring in a gun and shoot one of the two of them. But this isn't an episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation.
0: Instead, we have Nick playing saxophone because Donnie brought it and was like, you have to play sax. It's the funniest
1: shit because he's just like, and I brought your sax and Nick, who we have never seen.
0: With a saxophone at all.
1: Just, just because like.
0: He's just like, oh, brother. And then he starts playing it and Kaz is like, wow, the sax is back.
1: And then everyone has a good time, and then Donnie and Aya kiss, and I hate that the shot's slightly off-center. Megan's I like fine it. In. I don't get it, Megan. Why do you like weird things?
0: Well, because it's more doing the <laughs> thirds in photography. It's leaning more towards doing that, so that's why I like it.
1: The shot goes above their heads and shows the rest of the dance hall, which I am of the camp that your last shot of your film should be the second most important shot in your film. Well, so what do you want them
0: to do? Fade out? Yes.
1: Megan, that's what you do. Wait, so you're just okay with them? I love it. You love it? I think it's great.
0: I think that's how I'd end it. That's what I'd do.
1: Sorry, you love it.
0: What I mean is, I think that's how I would have ended it.
1: I probably wouldn't have ended it with them kissing, is honestly what I wouldn't have ended. Fair. It on. I'm
0: saying if we wanted to end on a kiss, I would have done, and then we go out to the party, and that's the end.
1: See, I would have done like a crane shot and showed them dancing <laughs> in, in the, like party. the corner and then everyone else there, and then fade.
0: That sounds expensive.
1: See, I would have done a better shot. That's my thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's it.
0: Yeah, that's the film. That's Make Your Romeo. Move your Juliet.
1: Thoughts, feelings, meditations?
0: I think this is closer to Romeo and Juliet than Elan of Troyes is to taming. Like, yeah. it has a lot more common elements. It's got the families. It's got the love, the secret it's love romance thing. It's got the sonnet dance. It's got stuff. Like, it's got a hothead character. Like, it's very obviously Romeo and Juliet inspired.
1: What it is missing is that middle chunk where Romeo is banished for killing Tybalt. It's missing that whole story. Well, being...
0: because what they did instead was have Romeo commit a crime prior Beforehand. to the film. And then she finds out about it at the climax.
1: Again, I state, I feel like we should have found out with her. that I
0: agree. That would have been tight. I would have liked that a lot. Like, he keeps getting a call, but he's ignoring it. I wonder what that is. Yeah. It's his parole officer, and we didn't know. My other thought on this film is that there's nowhere near enough K-pop and most of the K-pop that plays is English, which is fine, but it's just like, come on, why not have it be in Korean? Like, new ABO is like the only one and it's not even listed in the credits, so that's really confusing to me. There is one song by BOA in this. One. Why not do more BOA?
1: Because she didn't want to. I don't know, maybe because this is a tax shelter.
0: Why not just use songs that had already been released? by boa and be like boa do you want the can the song be in the background and she'd probably be like yeah i like that song
1: because it's a dance movie not a music movie i don't that's
0: why i'm saying just in the background i don't know
1: man i don't know i don't know what sm entertainment does i don't rule them
0: well you know who else doesn't rule them
1: william shakespeare
0: yeah and this is what i think he'd say okay nay gentle romeo We must have you dance.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you look up dance? Yeah, uh, I looked up
0: the word dance on open source Shakespeare under Romeo and Juliet.
1: Hell yeah, man. Now we come to what I think is the hardest part of this episode specifically, which is MVP.
0: Should we say it on three? One, two, three. Aya. Aya. See, we're good.
1: <laughs> I wanted to say Boa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, wait, which one's which? Yeah, no, it's Boa.
1: Yeah, she's great. She's, she's great. actually legitimately she good.
0: Le- she legitimately brings up the feud frequently and is just like, this is bad. We can't change this. We can't fix this. We should just give up. But she also has like fire and she's Quanboa. Boa.
1: I think she's doing a legitimately good job with. A very bad script.
0: She's charming. Yeah. She's charming when she's supposed to be. She's sensual when she's supposed to be. She is just enjoyable.
1: Meanwhile. She's
0: tough when she's supposed to be. She's pissed when she's supposed to be.
1: Meanwhile, I think that Derek Hough is an emotional black hole from which nothing can get out except when he's dancing.
0: That's always so wild to me. Because, like, dancers impress me to no end. Oh. And he can show such a range of emotion through dance. But not through his voice.
1: Yeah, and the minute he opens his mouth and tries to say a line, it's like, it to me sounds like a freaking adult from a Peanuts thing.
0: They are very different performance techniques. Well,
1: Well, it's also because dance lacks a sort of subtlety unless you're doing a very subtle dance. And dance is expressing something through movements of your body. And usually those movements are big, big gestures or an impressive footwork or something which is very different than acting for a camera
0: in a film in a film
1: which you need to like
0: subtlety is key
1: yeah it just doesn't
0: work but i read a lot of reviews online before we watched this film yeah and everyone tore it to shreds
1: it's not that bad it's
0: not that bad it's
1: not that bad
0: i was expecting it to be atrocious and actually I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I had a fun time with this one, Megan.
0: I wouldn't nominate it for an Oscar or something, but that's not (laughs) what we're here to do.
1: No. Megan, let's just roll right into it. What would you rate Make Your Move?
0: I would rate Make Your Move six skipped months of parole. Out of the ten cops you probably shouldn't have punched that rich white guy in front of while you were ditching said parole. How about you, Marquez? What would you rate Make Your Move?
1: I would rate Make Your Move three characters whose names I remembered out of five characters whose names I didn't.
0: <laughs> and that does it for this week's episode of Avant Bard. If you like what you heard, please follow us on all social media at Avant Bard Pod. And if you really like what you heard, you can support the show at patreon.com slash Pod. The bloopers for this week's episode will be up, next week.
1: Thank you oh so much for tuning in, and we will see you anon. Megan Dance Break. Avant Bard is created by Matthew James Marquez and Megan charlotte To support the show visit patreon.com slash avantbard pod. We would like to thank Riley Allen for the creation of our theme music, Cloverkin for our logo artwork, and everyone in the audience for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Avant Bard, you can visit us on all social media platforms at Avant Bard Pod.